Stampede. Garner isn't number 99. Recorded If you keep thinking about how it was, how it ought to be, well, welcome to the new horizon. Trying to grasp the reality of what is happening will be difficult at best, if not downright impossible. The people in control of this country are masters of deception. And when I say people, I'm not talking about those patriots that still love this country and believe they're living in the land of the free. No, I'm not talking about those people because they aren't in control. No, the people who are in control and who make the decisions about how we should live don't like the idea of freedom and liberty. Those ideas don't exist for you or for me. Allowing people to think about freedom is a dangerous thing. The truth is, the people in power want the loving citizens to believe they're still free. But that don't mean jack. It's more like, do what you're told. Do what we tell you to do, because we know what's best. Of course, the ones that are saying that have a vested interest in making sure you're persuaded to do what they want because they're on the top and they don't like having their ideas questioned. They're insistent that Americans be controlled by the economic principles of consumerism. 
the idea that the more you get, the better you'll be. And so they keep showing you the things you need. If you ever understood the rules by which you exist, you'd never think you were free. You can't be allowed to see that. That's dangerous. You have to be controlled and convinced to do what you're told. And they have ways of enforcing that. Eventually, you won't know what the truth or the illusion is. No, and you shouldn't know that difference. You should just keep carrying on as if you think you know the difference. But the illusion is what you must live by. And that's a tricky thing to keep working. Illusions have to have a certain amount of truth. Otherwise, they don't work. When you get right down to it, illusions are a lie. And the bigger the lie, the easier it is disguising the truth. It often evolves into semantics. If you accept something, you're going to give it a name. And over time, you understand what it is. You know what it should look like. 
you know what it should be. You even know where and how it came into being. In general, you understand what it is. And so our currency is based on a promise that our government issues something we call money. And the promise is its use can be for the transactions of purchases for goods and services. But what if that promise can't be fulfilled because it turns out to be untrue? Then what you're given in exchange for your labor doesn't allow you to get what you need or want. And to speak plainly, this is nothing more than a vicious circle. The government's survival is based upon imposing taxes on the American population. And in turn, it issues money back to be used in the economy. The promise of the money you use is based on the money our population can give back by taxation revenues. But that relationship no longer exists. The government is issuing a currency which no longer is connected to its resources. It's a little like going to work at a company and at the end of the week, instead of getting paid with something you can go out and buy groceries with, you get a promise from the company to pay you for your labor sometime in the future. In effect, an IOU note. You see, that's what our government is issuing. It's an illusion to perpetuate a system that keeps the people at the top in control. Of course, revolutions occur when it's realized what has been promised no longer works. That's why the government is terrified with the thought that people won't go back to work after COVID-19. But they don't want you to see that fear.
Trouble's nothing new with our species. We do things differently than every other living thing on this planet, and yet we're part of the natural world. We come from a genetic structure that is shared everywhere, DNA. But we behave differently. Each night before I go to sleep, I brush my teeth, I fold back my bedding, and say, there's no war tonight. Even though I say that each night, I know in the world Military conflicts are raging where there is war. Back in 1991, when the Soviet Union collapsed, not a single shot was fired, and few Americans understand or care what happened to the Russian people. What they went through was their political system imploding. There was real suffering going on over there. And I bring that up because what happened to them is maybe what we're going to be faced with. Whether you like it or not, restructuring is coming to this country. And there are lots of reasons to believe it won't happen without a single shot being fired. Or at least some military conflict arising from it. There are a lot of stubborn political zealots who refuse to accept America's capitulation and withdrawing over 800 military bases in 80 countries around the world. So when I go to sleep each night, I say there's no war tonight. There are people who would have you believe everything is going to be all right, but the signs are all there. Domestic turmoil, riots, daily mass killings, saboteurs derailing freight trains, arsonists setting fires on natural lands, the U.S. Congress spending $2 billion to increase security of the Capitol building, while this country has the largest number of law enforcement officers in the world, that we have the largest number of incarcerated people in the world, that we have the largest number of deaths from COVID-19, that we are a debtor country, that this country is continually under cyber attacks, that Edward Snowden has been hiding for his life because he has information that would reveal our government's promises. Damn straight this country is going to experience a restructuring, and shots are going to be fired.
You see, you've allowed this to continue far too long. You bought into the promise that you'd be better off with having more stuff. You even idolized the people who had lots of stuff. Get more stuff so you can be like the people who have all the stuff. You've got so much stuff, you haven't room to stuff all that stuff in your garage. In fact, you can't even stop stuffing yourself when it comes to sitting down to eat. What do I hear you saying? It's a crime to waste food? Yeah, you've never mitigated that desire for reaching across the dining room table with your large fork, sticking it into someone else's plate and saying, if you don't want that, I'll eat it. You know what? Why consider that second helping when you can sit on the couch and just keep your mouth open, filling it? No, suspending your cravings for getting more isn't a threat of a withdrawal symptom. No, if you even consider cutting back on your addiction for getting more, that would be a danger to the well-being of the government and our society as a whole. Sorry, we've had our chances to change what we've become. And now it's time for that long overdue postponed correction. The money you use is phony. The food isn't real. And the information you get comes from propagandists. I can't offer a reprieve because the corruption, the violence, and the greed have become too obvious for the lies to be disguised as truth. No, they want to convince you that everything is the same, that you aren't who you are. And if you are who you are, you ought to be changed, and they can make that happen. You aren't a male or a female. You're a something else. And you know what? You should be shamed for not being a something else. You've been twisted and distorted into believing in a system that has abused and used you. And you like it that way. But what's coming is going to hurt.
Yeah, what's coming is going to hurt. And you should be lulled into believing that what the politicians and the propagandists are telling you. No, the big hurt is coming. And those people want to continue doing what they've been doing, no matter the pain that's coming your way. The sad thing about that is you allowed it to happen. And only a fool would accept that. You were made to believe that what you were doing was good, that somewhere you would find contentment and peace of mind. But that isn't what's going to happen. You were used to keep the system going, and only a fool would believe what he sees and feels today is contentment in this country. The avarice, the greed, the corruption, the double-dealing, the violence, our false sense of security have become the hallmarks of our system. And like I said, only a fool would believe that's good. You can't be permitted to live with creating something beautiful. That can never be an option for you. You can only work for getting more. And that is coming to an end. Getting more just won't work anymore because what it produced in human behavior was a fraud and what's more, dangerous. Things have gotten dangerous, out of hand. Trying to convince you that everybody is the same destroys your very place in the natural world. There's creativity and beauty to be found in the natural world, and yes, it's dangerous as well. But it can never be as dangerous as the artificial intelligence being taught you. We've been looking in the wrong places. Our strength, our well-being, our place is with our connection to the natural world. And we should never forsake that to get more from the economic system of consumerism. The things you get from that won't make you have a peace of mind. The pain is coming. And you did it to yourself.
This week on Garnerism, you first heard a composition by Bernard Herrmann from the original 1962 movie Cape Fear. Next, another work by Herrmann for the movie The Day the Earth Stood Still, 1951. In that movie, Herrmann broke musical history and using an electronic device to produce music. You then heard Franz Waxman's composition for the movie Sunset Boulevard, a 1950 release, followed by Hans Zimmer's work from the movie Hannibal, 2001, Avarice, and then another cut from the prelude to the Sunset Boulevard, and to close, Franz Waxman's composition to the movie The Bride of Frankenstein. The Creation. Stampede, written and performed by Edward Garner in Morro Bay and Paso Robles, California.